This is the Toddcast Podcast. I'm a guy named Todd. And I'm a guy named Aaron. Join in our conversation as we discuss anything and everything. Pointless debates, music, Star Wars, nerd culture, and so much more. There are no scripts, no show notes, commuters, sit back and enjoy the ride. The Toddcast Podcast starts now. Hello and welcome to the Toddcast. I am joined once again by Eric for another edition of Spoiling Star Wars. This time we've got Andor to discuss. Eric, what do you think? Well, Todd, Andor was um, a bit of a difference. It was different than what, I guess, the previous installments of our Star Wars, uh, uh, you know, Disney Plus, you know, releases. So I'm not, you know, I am probably less than maybe 10 hours, eight hours away from watching all three back to back. Right. So I was was pretty late to the game um, to watch those. So I'm trying to digest and understand And it to me. It was a total different. It was just completely different than what I probably either expected or what we've consumed previously. So I'm not sure. And I feel like this is where we're going to kind of talk it out and figure out what I feel about (laughs) it. You know, you know, fair. That's fair. Talk to someone like yourself who typically you and I are on similar wavelengths with our entertainment. I think we, we you know, we appreciate similar things. So yeah. I'm just, you know, I figure, hey, this is like a therapy session. So pull up, uh, everybody join along, <laughs> you know, and let's figure out what did we think of Andor? So I'm going to pivot back to you. You had maybe maybe a 24 hours more uh, <laughs> time to think about it. What did your what's your general <laughs> thoughts so far? I, I enjoyed it. Um, it is it is very different from a lot of what we've seen previously. And to me, the biggest part of that is that this is all completely new, <laughs> basically. The first uh, season of Mandalorian, a lot of that was new stuff. Like, you could tell it's Star Wars universe, but there weren't a whole lot of, you know, recognizable characters. You know what I mean? It was a whole new sure. cast, whole new crew. By the time the second season came around, you knew who everybody was, and it was and it was familiar again. Book of Boba Fett, everybody knows who Boba Fett is. You know what I mean? Yeah. This, you know, I guess unsurprisingly, for a show that is essentially a spinoff of Rogue One, which also was brand new. None of these characters crossed over really with right. what you've known for the most part. I mean, they had Computer Tarkin. Yeah. <laughs> and at the t- and at the tail end, they had Vader. And, and computer Leia. But other than that, it was all new stuff. And that was the big striking piece here for Andor. It's like, aside from Andor himself, there's nobody else in this thing that you recognize or know anything about. So it was, it's, it's, it's nice to me to have something new in Star Wars. Like, yes, we had a whole new trilogy of movies, but they all still involved the goddamn Skywalkers. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, um, it was nice to have something that is completely on its own, whole new thing. You get to experience Star Wars sort of for the first time. That was that was probably my biggest takeaway. Yeah, and and I agree, but I also feel like all right, you know, and this is where I'm going to be patient. I will tell you that if they didn't drop three episodes in a row out of the after the first episode, I would have said, <laughs> "What the hell is this?" A hundred percent. I, I really, I legit, Todd, I was like, well, I don't have a fucking clue what's going on here. 
Yeah. Uh, and, and I couldn't tell if it was just my environment. Like, I'll give you prep you. Normally what happens when there's a new release, um, you know, with a Star Wars or a Marvel or something that's like I need to watch right away. Uh, typically what will happen is I wake up. We obviously record an episode of the Toddcast. I do my <laughs> things with the kids and so forth. And then essentially when I return, I go in the living room where I'm not able to be distracted. I set my phone aside. I turn on the show and I watch it without any type of distraction that's you right. like that is usually how i consume the you know the shows that i actually care about which in this case is usually the star wars and the marvel shows right um right. Uh, obviously since they dropped three i was in a much of a panic saying like how am i going to get all these done that's like essentially right. like two and a half hours worth of consuming it's yeah it's i it's yeah, a lot, you know. Yeah. Well, well, in, in the situation this week is that I'm not alone. I did not have the full situation. We had a sick kid at home and so forth. So it was like, all right, when am I going to do this? Well, I decided to do it after, oh, geez, like nine o'clock, 10 o'clock when everyone is sleeping. But I'm on the couch and I'm at like a weird angle and like I'm kind of distracted, you know. So like I'm watching and I'm like, all right, am I not understanding what's going on? Because the environment's different or are they really just not explaining anything? Are they just letting us completely be in the dark of who these people are, what that, you know? Right. So, right. so I originally, after the first episode, I'm like, well, I will give it time because I, I, you know, good storytelling doesn't have to tell you everything up at once. Like we don't, you know, we can't complain about everything having to be so super obvious and storytelling to kind of be, you know, a little too cookie cutter. Like, I'm not going to have it both ways, you know, but right. I will tell right. you, I had no idea what the hell was going on in episode one, uh, no. episode two and three. I started piecing things together. I still have questions, um, you know, Which I think obviously, is good <laughs> if it was sure. all explained. Um, well, you know, and no I good. feel, yeah. And at, towards the end, obviously, we started seeing the action and we see the major conflict by the end of episode three in which I'm like, all right, I understand I don't think they were being nice to us by saying, hey, we're going to drop three because you guys are so good. No, I think they said, hey, if we don't drop three, we won't get people to episode three. My yeah. opinion. No, no. Abby, Abby and I were, were discussing that as well. She's like, yeah, if this if the only episode one came out, I, I don't know that I that I would be pumped for the next one. But she and like, you know, because they dropped these three and like the third one ended in a very satisfying way. Well, that's so, it. Like, it's like, OK, we've 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 watched like, you know, two and a half hours worth of this. It's it's starting to make sense. This has come to a good spot to where I'm jazzed to wait a week to watch the next one. Because, um, yeah, if it had just if it if this had dropped just the one episode, this would be a very different conversation. Eric, you and I'd be like, what the hell's up with this? What's going on with this? Do you know anything about that piece? Uh, <laughs> and we would have all been like, nope, 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 nope. All right, right end of podcast. Right. There we go. Right. It was five minutes. Thank you, everyone. Right. Uh, you know, and and don't get me wrong, I still. So one of the one of my major issues, this is just completely inside here, is that I'm watching it on a Roku television, which getting the closed caption on Roku television is difficult, more so than okay. Apple TV. Um, I needed the closed caption to hear who these people are and the the stuff because like I couldn't have it super loud because I have a sick child laying next to me right. and this and that. Right. And I couldn't get the closed caption to work or if I did get it to work, I'd have to remember to turn it off because then I'd have complainers in the house saying, I don't know how right. to turn it off. So yeah. I, I just <laughs> felt like my experience with this was just a little off because I, 
I find with these shows, with especially, and we've talked about it in the past, that having closed caption on helps you understand, you know, n- not na- just names, but like some of the nuances that they that you might not catch. Like right. sometimes they'll say they'll obviously say the droid's name, or you'll catch what they're saying. And let's face it, all these hot guys have like somewhat of an accent. So like yeah. I was straining to hear some of it. I'm like, ah, what is that? I was like, what? I could have swore the droid was talking about Boba Fett at one point in time. I'm like, if Boba Fett's looking for him, that makes me like perk up. But I'm like, I don't think that was Boba Fett. Um, right. And I was trying to hammer through the three episodes, so I'm like, I can't. Re- I'm not rewinding it to find out. Uh, <laughs> So, um, yeah, so I have very similar feelings. I'm glad that you're, you and I are, you know, obviously this is the first time we've discussed any of this, right? Uh, but I'm glad that I wasn't the only one that was kind of like, all right, am I just like, am I not getting it? Is there something I'm missing? Uh, that must be intentional. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I 100% agree. They weren't just like, here's a bonus fun for you guys. Here are three episodes at once. It's, yeah. If we don't give them these, they're not going to be able to piece enough of this together to enjoy it. So Correct. I'm glad Correct. they I'm glad they did what they did. Yeah. Um, so with with that being said, I kind of you know we'll we'll bounce back and forth, and I don't expect you to know anything, and I don't know names and and so forth. So if we're just spitballing <laughs> and going for it, that's fine. Like I didn't watch yeah. Rogue One in preparation to watch this. I you know obviously life has been busy, yeah. but um. At the end of the episode, we understand, at least from what I can tell, is there's going to be conflict between uh, Andor uh, and and obviously the the conflicted cop. Like, what is this? Is this like what is that crew? crew? I believe they were police officers of the local planet, but I have no idea. And this is where closed caption might have helped me. The local well, authority or whatever the port authority, whatever they call them. I don't know what they were calling themselves. Uh, and uh, I mean, I'll, I'll say that I've not heard of this particular group previously. However, um, given that they were, you know, it starts off, he's in like the corporate regions of whatever. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. these guys, these get the, the, the cops seem to be sort of like the corporate security folks who, given the scale of whatever, have been authorized to, you know, they're not rent to cops. Because, like, they actually have authority and actual weapons. Okay. And, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, it's almost they took mall cops and made them paramilitary sort of yeah. situation. Yeah. Um, and there actually is something of precedent for that in the Star Wars universe. I mean, it's old, expanded universe stuff. Uh, sure. Like, I would have to look it up. But basically, one of the – well, let's put it this way. The movies came out. Um, they, there was a book by, I believe, Alan Dean Foster called Splinter of the Mind's Eye that okay. like, was written and released before even Empire came out, um, oh. which wow. is, com- is completely non-canonical. Like it, it, like, you know, at that time, no one knew Vader was Luke's father or that Leia sure. was right. Like, sure. like there's a whole bunch of inconsistencies in that book just because, you know, of when course. it was written. Yeah. And then sometime thereafter... But like long before they started coming out with books on a re- the regular, uh, like some ter- some point in the 80s, there was a trilogy of Han Solo books, and those took place in a section of the galaxy called the corporate sector, and okay. they had a bunch of corporate cops that were the same type situation, and, and like a lot of those stories didn't so much involve Han running from the Empire in so much as he was smuggling things around the corporate sector authority. 
sort of a deal. So that seemed okay. a little reminiscent to me and made a little, made made some sense because like I've kind of seen things like that previously. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm well, keen I to see tell... how this how this plays out and what this works. Because like, are they just on that one planet? Are they just in this one sort of section of the galaxy, or do they get to follow him? around a lot of play like at some point it turns from him being against the corporate sector to being full on a rebel i mean yeah it, that's the one thing about andor is you know how this ends <laughs> like, yeah like I, i'm looking forward to a good storytelling experience to tell us how we get there <laughs> but we know what happens to cassie and andor when it's all said and done yeah yeah and i'm i'm so so I couldn't tell, and I was just like, "All right, well, the visor says Empire. Like he's wearing the guy. The guy's wearing like a little visor, but it's like a blue. And I'm like, "All right, so is this like the hired guns of the Empire? Do they have anything to do with the Empire? I don't know. And that's kind of where it's like, what well, you know, if they're just patrolling as cops, I can understand. It, you know, it's the the difference between cops and you know the national security or whatever. It's like, yeah, right. the you know the city has their right, and two of their cops died." And they decide to cover it up or, or go after it. That's up to them. You know, it's right. a little different if, you know, if it's the actual, you know, national government that, you know, and this is just the the lowest, you know, right. lowest form of it or so forth. So I guess that's still where I'm like, I guess it doesn't necessarily matter. But, um, you know, I, you know, it, he they're obviously the. I guess villains in this, although like they besides towards the end where they just like ransacked and went in and, you know, ended up killing somebody. Like, they, right. you know, they really weren't doing anything else. Um, I, I'm guessing he's looking for a sister. Is that, is that the whole, that gist? seems, I mean, it's one of those things to where it started off and he said, he's looking for a sister. And at the time I'm yeah. like, well, he could be looking for a sister or that could just be his story. Cause she's like, what are you, the mm-hmm. boyfriend? Are you the whatever? And he's like, no, yeah. I'm looking for my sister. It's like, she, it could have been the girlfriend. It could have been anybody. And to mm-hmm. like throw off the scent, he could have said it's a sister. Um, Which we having, know he has a sister. Well, and you that's know, the from thing. the flashbacks. And having, and having flashed back, you know, he has a sister. And by episode three, you know, the means by which he left the planet. Yeah. And like, I think he actually is looking for a sister. Like, he got I separated. Was agree. Well, and he's like, at this point, I now know that. Episode one, I'd have told you, yeah, I think that was a, I think that was a, a BS story. Like, I don't know. Yeah. But yeah. Which, which makes sense, you know, and now it, you know, comes down to, I mean, it felt like, all right, it, it finally did tell itself a story by episode three. We understood where that lady came from and, and so forth. I have zero yeah. idea what item he has. I just couldn't put it together. It's obviously a, you know, whatever the, the imperial thing he stole. About. Yeah. What is that? It, you know, they made some sort of mention about like it knows where all it's, it's like to coordinate the air traffic or something to the effect that gave the impression that somehow you plug this box into your computer and you'll be able to know where all the Imperial ships are in okay. an area. Like it's not really a black box. It's, you know, sure. No, it's <laughs> just like a tracking. It's like it, a, a it, GPS like tracker or something like that. Right. Right. Sort of. Th- okay. That's the impression I'm left. Like it's some sort of encoded Imperial secret. It doesn't really, that, doesn't you know. really matter though for the story. It's just that he's got something of value and, all right, so this is where watching um, Rogue One would have helped out. The gentleman at the end, I couldn't remember if he's a good guy or a bad guy. The guy that actually comes in, 
the guy that comes in. Uh, so he's the gray-haired fellow that gets in the battle at the very end and basically takes, uh, you know, Andor off the planet. He, oh, we've seen yeah, him no, before. Uh, in Star Wars? I'm pretty sure, haven't we? Was he? I in... don't think he's he's been in a bunch of Thor. He was <laughs> <laughs> Stellan Skarsgård. Yeah, he's well. I mean, yeah, he's he's been, he's been he's been in Marvel stuff. He's been in a bunch of stuff. Um. I don't know that I've seen him in any Star Wars previously. I feel like I've seen him before. I could be wrong. This where, but, well, this is where but, an IMDb, a live IMDb look, will uh, we'll see what we can find here. See, see I don't know. These, do there. Well, I don't know if this guy's names. Well, the thought process here is it's like I felt like I saw that guy before, but I couldn't, re- you know, couldn't really recognize, you know, where, what movie. I could see him, you know, he wasn't like in the main, obviously the Skywalker trilogies, right? Um, I thought maybe he was in, you know, Solo, <laughs> like, or or somewhere, you know. So I got to find this guy's name, and his name is uh, Stellan Skazgard or Luthen Rael, which I'm guessing Lutheran Rael is his character name. That's the Star Wars name, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, I don't think, I guess, you're right, he was in Thor, Love and Thunder. <laughs> so. Oh, yeah, no, he's 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 been, he's been in... He's been in Marvel movies uh, adjacent to Thor um, in several yeah, respects. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. So we've never seen him. And it was uh, just me thinking, all right. Yeah. All right. Well, that makes sense then. That's good. Good reasoning why I don't know him as good <laughs> or bad. Yeah. No. So he's um, obviously linked to the rebellion, I'm guessing. I mean, I think he's it, – it seems like he's maybe like some sort of recruiter for them because he seemed real yeah. intent on – uh huh. Well, like he was real intent on getting on getting Andor. Like <laughs> they started getting invaded, and like the box thing got left behind. And he didn't seem real upset by that. He's like, okay, I lose the box, but I got this guy. This is what I actually came yeah. for. Like, so he's got to be some sort of recruiting situation. Sure. And that's and and really at the end of the day, now it's him and his team versus you know the. I'm interested to see. For some reason, I I don't I don't know. Uh, I'm really interested in the. The cop. <laughs> I don't yeah, know his name. The, no, the antagonists on this are interesting because it's something new. It's not just well, oh, this imperial officer and his handful of stormtroopers. It's it's got more. Well, I don't know. you know, the, well, I'm wondering where. So the 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 main guy, right off the get go, is just like, yeah, two guys died. I'm not dealing with it. It kind of just seemed like, all right, whatever. You know, they were right. Let's not do anything about this. It's not a big deal. And the other guy must be like, no, this is you know. I don't know. It's just like uh, it's kind of the almost like when you get an employment, you see a manager that's been there for 10, 15 years and they know what actually to care about based off what what the you know, what the bosses are going to care about. So you get to the point where you're just like, yeah, I don't care if this person calls off every weekend. It's just like, whatever, I'm not dealing with it. You know, it's not something big. Well, you know, you know, and where a brand new one would be like, this is a huge problem. And right. And I I kind of see this conflict as something very interesting because you're right it's like it's not something that we've really addressed in Star Wars because it is kind of like you know menial like two guys died and now it's just a matter of guy one guy's like all right we're gonna really pursue this even though I'm told not to pursue it because it's not a big deal but I'm a justice seeker so to speak or want to figure out right. what's going on and or you know he wants to work his way up who knows we don't know really much of his motivation yeah. yet well it's definitely one of those situations to where Everyone is the hero of their own story. Like in relation to Cassian, he's he's the antagonist. But from his perspective, he's like, well, 
two of our people that there must be justice. We must find this. Like, you know, I can't believe this guy's telling me just to forget about it. Um, you know, I'm sure he feels that everything he's doing is justified and heroic. Um, well, to be quite honest, the thing to be quite honest, he actually is more of the, if you would just put them side by side and tell the story a little differently, he's actually the good guy because you oh, think yeah. about it and, and or straight murder two people. <laughs> right. Um, right. And he's stealing stuff. And right. this guy is just part of a regime. And then the, the bad, the, you know, the boss is, is, is bad because he's like, yeah, just sweep it under the rug. It's not a big deal. And he's like, you know what? I want justice. I want, you know, Oh yeah. Not necessarily someone to pay for this, but at the end of the day, that's um, pretty interesting. Uh, yeah. Now, towards the end, obviously, even when his employee or whatever the the big the big the big brunt guy, the the British gentleman coming like in, the saying, sergeant, to, yeah, whatever dude. he was. Yeah. Uh, firstly, he was kind of interesting. I thought he was kind of oh, interesting. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, <laughs> but but he comes off completely like the stereotypical cop. That's just like you know. Uh, force like you know so it was it was interesting he he was probably one of the best depictions of Mm -hmm. like a sergeant or second in command that i've seen because i'm here to tell you eric like having been in the military and stuff sure there's plenty of times where you have that officer who's in charge but doesn't really have a real solid clue as to what the fuck is going on Mm -hmm. but he's got to make the decisions and make the call and give the orders and sometimes, or like giving the speech, like I can't tell you how many times I've been in an audience of the officer giving a speech that went over the same way that dudes did. Like the sergeant comes in, he says the thing, gets you all riled up, and he's like, a couple of words from the officer, and he comes in and just deadpan kills the mood. Like that happens so <laughs> often. And then, yeah. you know, the sergeant dude just like, excellent work, sir. Well spoken. Like not really kissing ass for the sake of kissing ass. But just like that's his job is to make sure the officer still feels still feels important, you know, sort of a deal like that was a very fun dynamic that is strangely true to life. (laughs) Yeah, well, and, you know, and he goes in there and in his kind of like, you know, not reckless abandon, but then it ends up getting someone killed where the one guy's just like looks like he's like dismissed at the end because like, yeah, you shouldn't have killed this guy running. Um, It's, you know. I'm letting the story play out. I still mm-hmm. have lots of questions and I imagine we're supposed to like, uh, and you oh. know, I don't need to know everything. I, you know, I was trying to find if there's like any Easter egg type aspects of like, all right, like I know this person or I recognize this from the films. And I guess I just have to watch the films to even know, cause I just don't have anything yet, but no, there's, there's a, there's a, there's a surprising lack of familiarity, which again, I kind of I'm kind of liking like I've enjoyed when in in the Mandalorian or or Book of Boba Fett where they'd throw in mm-hmm. those references or those Easter eggs or, you know, you, you'd see a bunch of like, hey, oh, I've seen these aliens before. Like, it's nice to have that. You know, what I mean, I'm not I'm not knocking that. But it's also kind of refreshing to be like looking at thing. I'm like, I have no idea anything about this planet. I don't know any of these characters. There's some new aliens and creatures I've never seen before. Dear God, sure. I hope Eric doesn't ask me about them. Um, no, I don't even recognize many of them, to be quite <laughs> honest. Like, I didn't take, I didn't do anything with them. I'm like, I'm like, I'm not, uh, not asking quite. I didn't really see that many. This was pretty much, for the most part, you know, humanoid creatures, um, yeah. which was fine. You know, obviously it's different for me. It's all different. You know, like if you asked me, what would you prefer, Eric? Would you, I'd, I'd rather just like a cantina, you know, 
an, an average day at the cantina and just watch that over a mystery, <laughs> you know, right. like a drama, you know, I don't know what this is considered yet, you know, um, yeah, some type of, you know, heist. I, it's not even a heist. It's it's like I don't know what it is yet. Well, it's <laughs> and I think I think it's directed or written like that. Some folks from like the Born series, you know, okay. the Born Legacy, Born Supremacy, like all that stuff, is involved. To me, it plays like a long form telever, television version of that or like a James sure. Bond. Like it's almost it's, yeah. It's not really a spy thing, but it kind of is. Like it's an extension of Rogue One. Like. Sure, it's, sure. It's, but it's nice that it's not sense. just your standard sci-fi or space opera trope. It's kind of like well, the Mandalorian was a little like westerny. Yeah, well, this that's is it. this yeah. is a little more. I don't know what you call that genre. I don't either. Yeah, <laughs> but, but we'll just, that's that's what it is. Yeah, yeah, I get it. It's you know, and and that's fine with me, and I'm perfectly fine, you know, watching along. I feel like you know. Not to beat this over the head, but if they would have released one episode, I'd have got taught. I'm not getting it. I'm like, well, I'll oh, yeah. watch it. It would have been like Miss Marvel for me because I just didn't get like Miss Marvel didn't. You know, I forced myself to finish it. Um, right. Luckily, in this case, and that was a smart move, understanding binge culture is if you put three episodes, <laughs> we like we would say, all right, I did dedicated this time to watch Andor. All right, after episode one, play next. Uh, yeah, I didn't get it. Let's under let's see if it gets better. Episode two. Oh, episode two's not that much better. All right, we only got one more to go. Might as well watch it. Oh, okay, now it's okay. Like, yeah, that would not yeah. have happened if you gave me a week behind because you would have been like, all right, now I have to choose. Do I want to watch episode two of Andor or do I want to watch She-Hulk episode six? And right. I'd like, well, I didn't really like Andor that much. It didn't make any sense. Let me go She-Hulk, and then you might never get back. And once you're two, three, four episodes behind, you're done. You know, well, well, and the other thing is, is, OK, let's say you just watch the first episode and then you have to wait a week. Yeah. You're trying to remember something from a week ago from a show that you don't know anything about. Don't remember. Yeah. Like, it's going to be hard to remember this stuff because you don't have sure. sort of that connective tissue to remember to link things together. And Correct. I feel like now that we've seen these three and it's all been given a little perspective. When I wait a week to watch episode four. I'm going to have that background and be like, oh, yeah, I remember this is what was going on. This is who this person yep. is and what the relationship is there and so on and so forth. So, no, I think it's I think it's very smart that they released the three of them yeah. at, at once. Well, the, the funny thing is I watched the intro, you know, the the normally you can skip intro, but yeah. the, the intro, I had to watch it on each one. And I'm like, well, maybe the, I mean, just watching this will help me understand what matters here because I just couldn't tell. I couldn't tell right. if the red droid was going to be a thing. I couldn't tell if that mother, you know, the old lady was going to be a thing. I'm like, <laughs> right. well, at least if I watch these, they will tell me what I need to pay attention to. Right. So it was uh, it was interesting. I mean, I really don't have much more to go off of to say, hey, all right, this is what we're going to be dealing with in the coming weeks. There's not any, you know, real talk of, you know, alien creatures or connective tissue to the other stuff. I mean, I do, right. did look at the IMDb, so I do know we will get our – uh, many of our friends from Rogue One, I, uh, you know, there are some familiar names okay. in terms of characters that come along. Uh, it looks like the spoiler alert, I believe Mon Mothra or whatever. She shows yeah. up next episode. So uh, we're going to get into the rebellion, you know, yeah, aspects. So it's and then, you know, think... we have this whole his backstory doesn't make much sense right now. Like, I'm not sure what his, you know his people were doing or what what's all that about so uh maybe that'll come into play who knows yeah no i'm looking forward to 
taking it in as it comes and you know, figuring it out as we go. It's it's yeah. good stuff. Yeah. Is this I mean, a Wednesday release nowadays? Is, this, is it, the, yeah, this this is a Wednesday. She-Hulk comes out Thursday mornings. This comes out on Wednesday. Yeah, because normally, yeah, you know, the morning of, Abby and I, you know, get McDonald's breakfast and go down and watch this before, you know, the day starts. Sure. <laughs> you know, before I start work. She's like, yeah, yeah three episodes we're not doing. I'm like, yeah, no, we're going to watch these afterwards. I'm like, yeah, there's no. Because well, I said, I'm like, we could maybe watch one and then watch the yeah. other two afterwards, but eh, let's I'll just F watch you them all at once. And that would have yeah. effed me up. Like, uh, what's going on with this? Like, so. Yeah. That yeah, worked no, out. Good. That worked out well. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I feel like this wasn't, this is a, a different spoiling Star Wars for us because it's not a matter of yeah. like, let's talk about the plot, blah, blah, blah. It might just be discovering, like, you know, for this, it was a matter of discussing our feelings on like, all right, what the hell's going on here? <laughs> like, it, this is different, you know, but it's fine. And I'm okay with it. And I don't know what the fan community has said or will say. Uh, I've not you know, paid a whole lot of attention. I do know that there was a bunch of hubbub about this because. And I read this before I actually watched the episode, you know, kind of accidentally saw mm-hmm. a thing and spoiled it. It wasn't a big spoiler, but they were talking about how, you know, I think the headline was something to the effect of, you know, Star Wars acknowledges sex. And I'm like, oh, yeah. What? Yeah, I did. And I they're did like, that. they're like, yeah. oh, yeah, this one starts off. He's in a brothel. And, you know, before that, you know, no one's mentioned anything at all sexual whatsoever in any of the Star Wars. And I'm like, is that true? And I thought to myself, I'm like, no, that kind of is true. Like, no one really well, gets down per well, se. no, no. And I, yeah. I mean, I don't know that that's a big, ooh, <laughs> scary hubbub thing, but that was a deal. And then I'm watching it, I'm like, you can just barely tell that this place is a brothel. <laughs> like, if they changed, like, four lines of dialogue, this could have just been an empty bar. Like, whatever. I'm like, yeah, you know, yeah. that's fine. Um, that was one thing I saw and I, and then I saw something where they were talking to the creators and they were, they, they made a point of, you know, I guess this was originally supposed to be some sort of like five season arc. And they're like, that's going to take too long. We're not doing that. Let's, and they shortened it down to, I think two. Well, Um, no. So, so I found out, so I was one of the people that told you that they were like for five seasons. Okay. And it turns out that actually the series spans five years meaning okay. in star wars it's five years two seasons or whatever seasons they determine okay um which was the i guess you know through reporting <laughs> that yeah the whole five season thing was more about oh this is going to take place five years so we would assume this is five years prior to um you know rogue one right right so well, and it says it says one of the one of the little titles says five bby there you go. Five b- before the Battle of Yavin, because you know, whereas yeah. we have like, yes, BC and AD, they have of course. Yavin <laughs> before the Battle of Yavin, after the Battle of Yavin is tends to be what all their dates are expressed in. It was funny because again, Abby's been watching these. Like Abby's been, she's not watched any of the Star Wars movies, of course. But she she is all in for watching the the TV shows with me, and she's like, and after it's all after we watch them, like, what do you think? She's like, oh, I'm into this. I'm looking forward, like I'm super into this. All right. Well, there. Like, I mean, I feel like this could be Star Wars for adults, you know. Um, oh, this is definitely more of a Star Wars for adults than the kiddie stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. this is definitely. Which they're more... going to be fine. Oh yeah, <laughs> they're going to be completely fine because I still think it's like, uh, yeah, 80, 90 percent of the Star Wars watching are the adults, like you and I. The kids, oh, yeah. sure, they'll watch, but I mean, I'm not sure if Lainey 
has finished a Mandalorian episode or for that miles <laughs> or for that. I don't think miles has watched any. So like, right. yeah, we're, we're, where the movies I think are primarily like a 50, 50 split. Yeah. Uh, this is, um, I mean, for Christ's sake, if they wanted to, <laughs> the, the hologram in the background, I'm like, all right, does she have clothes on? Yeah. And it wouldn't have been, you know, wouldn't have right. made a difference because I feel like we're all like, all right, this is a show that you would watch on HBO probably. So, right. Right. All's good. All's good. Yeah. But it was, it was funny. Cause you know, in the, the first, you know, they're showing the planet and they like, you know, it comes up and says, yeah. here's the name of the planet, whatever. Um, <laughs> and Abby's like, is that the name of the person? Is that the name of the planet? What's, what's going on here? And I'm like, yeah. I don't know, but like that, that is the planet name. Like, I don't, I've never heard of this planet. I can't tell you anything about this planet, but I, I know that that's the name of the planet, not the person that's on screen. Yeah. Uh, whatever. And there was some other point. I think we like had a break in between episodes and we were chatting and because one of the other things that I'd heard is that there are not going to be any Jedi in this. Like sure. they're just not putting any Jedi in. And I was like, I'm okay with that. Like I like Jedi. Jedi, Jedi are fine. But after order 66, you really shouldn't be seeing Jedi. Like they're supposed to have been mostly wiped out. Like you probably shouldn't. Like I really liked that in rogue one, those two dudes were just like, Jedi, they weren't really Jedi fanboys, but like they were Jedi affiliated, but weren't actual Jedi. I was uh, like, I'm were... okay with this. You know what I mean? Yeah. I forget yeah. the names, but they were they were they were they, and like I think monks, they'll show up almost. Yeah. Well, that was it. They were more spiritually, you know. Um, right. They they believe they were kind of, you know, like the the spiritual people of our our time. You know, like they're right. you know dealing with not mindfulness and this and that, but for the most part, they're, you know, that it was more of, uh, and I mean, to your point, if Jedi's continue to show up when Luke talks about a Jedi or whatever, and it's such a foreign thing, like they have to kind of disappear. They have to right. go for a point where they, you know, it's probably a short time frame. 20 years is probably not that much time to have something completely disappear. That was so, um, prominent as the Jedi. I mean, like, right. To me, obviously, if you go centuries and centuries, you say, like, is that per did that did that really exist? Was that really a thing? 20 years. I mean, like, I know MTV is still a thing from 20 years ago. Like, it's, you know, right. So, so, you know, it, it's a little far fetched that, you know, so they at least need to get rid of as much Jedi references as possible to at least make it that 20 years is enough for people to question if Jedis were actually a thing, you know. Right. right. Uh, so, so, yeah, we'll, we'll see. It was, we'll see. It was it was nice that and I was t I, must, I was telling Abby something about that and that branched into, you know, how I was happy this didn't you know involve the goddamn Skywalkers, whatever. And Abby looked at me and she's like, "Isn't this supposed to be some like big universe like with all sorts of interesting things here and there and everywhere? Why do they always ha have you know why is it always got to involve the same handful of people? Like this is something I've felt for." quite some time and we've talked about that but sure. to have abby who is just barely intersected with the star wars universe also make that same observation to me kind of says something wow, <laughs> and i'm like well and i'm glad this is this is you know new territory we're not telling another skywalker story sure <laughs> but see what happens here todd and this is the whole the whole aspect of it is that um 
as a large group. And the whole goal of these shows and the whole goal of the movies and so forth is to make money, merchandising and all this and that. Right. And the fact is, uh, every time they veered away from Skywalker stuff, they get crucified or they don't get the uh, return on investment as one would expect. So it could go either way with this. The fact is, uh, see, if, it goes, I... if it goes well, if it goes well, then there is a blueprint that says, yes, we do not need lightsabers to be Star Wars. Um, right. They need the mass audience. They need a mass audience for this to be overly successful. It, yeah. They can't just rely on us. If yeah. they just rely on us, the reason Mandalorian was successful is Grogu took the world by storm and right. everyone knew who Grogu was. And even someone like Lauren would be willing to watch. And with when it comes to Star Wars, yeah. you say Star Wars, name three things of Star Wars, guaranteed within those first three things you name, there's going to be a Skywalker or Jedi. So right. it's branding, and and as much as you and I hate it, the fact that it's kind of like the whole commercial of like, hey, you know, our favorite group has to sing a ballad, but that's what makes them, uh, you know, platinum artists. You right. know, yeah. it, it is what it is. So we have to hope that this, and they have to do their job, because I'll tell you what, as a fanboy, after three episodes, it's got like a C minus right now for me. I'm just not into it as much <laughs> as the other ones. So they have okay. to do their job. They would, I mean, it would have got like a D episode one. Like, do I want to continue? I don't know that, you know, episode three, on the other hand, they start putting this conflict together and, you know, obviously we're patient. I think this is like 12 episodes seasons, I believe 11, maybe. So, um, but hopefully they'll do their job. And if it, does well then we don't have to see jedis for everything and then it makes everybody happy you know yeah. but at the end of the day if it doesn't do well then we're we're gonna go back to skywalkers because they know that makes a lot of money yeah yeah so yeah corporate that's how it yeah. works yeah. you're probably right eric all right. But well, we'll find out. I think episode, I'm in, I'm episode four will tell. Well, you know, yeah. it's difficult for me to <laughs> minus Star Wars uh, Christmas special. <laughs> I just stop asking, Todd, what do you think? Because, you know, it, it, it's you're going to say you like it. It's just how it works. typically. I mean, pre, pre, I mean, it's not blind allegiance, but it's just this is my thing. Like, I'm That's generally it. into it. It's like, you know, if there was some sort of pro wrestling situation. There going is. On, there is. You know, and that's it. <laughs> If you ask me, like, AEW, Eric's probably like, gonna I'll, like that. Like, <laughs> I will say yes, I'm, I'm, I'm game for it. Even like, but then there's levels of enthusiasm. So right. when I ask Todd, it's a matter of level of enthusiasm. Uh, Obi Wan Kenobi final episode, that's like high level enthusiasm. Like when you oh, have yeah. Kenobi and Darth Vader, like an epic, you know, uh, lightsaber battle. Like you don't get better than that. Rogue right. One episode one or, or, or Andor episode one, maybe that's like the lower level of enthusiasm, but it's not on the dislike meter yet. So, and, and I was very much neutral for most of it because I'm a little lower of a fan than you. And I'm just like, we'll let this play <laughs> out. We'll let this play out. So I'm excited for episode four and uh, we'll discuss and see what we can't get ourselves into. Um, and we'll see if it, we can drag conversation on for, 10 15 minutes on characters we have not we have no knowledge about but maybe we'll learn more yeah hopefully that's that's the plan so that's the goal cool 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 well thank you eric it's been been good chatting uh thank you listeners i hope you've uh enjoyed our fumbling around in the dark <laughs> uh, in regards to this episode uh hopefully we'll be able to improve on that in the future uh, and until next time i hope you all have a good one
Thanks for listening to this episode of the Toddcast Podcast. If you have comments, questions, or topic ideas you'd like us to chat about, you can reach out on social. Search for Toddcast Podcast. Visit our website at toddcastpodcast.com with a single D in Todd. There you will find show notes, original articles, and a backlog of episodes. If you'd enjoyed this episode, please feel free to share with your like-minded friends. Perhaps you would consider subscribing, following, or marking this podcast as a favorite if you've not yet done so. And of course, reviews and ratings on Apple Podcasts are appreciated. Thanks again for listening to the Toddcast.